Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers, The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 7, Left Behind. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher who decided to come along, Mr. Sal. You ready to do some screenshots? I, I don't get that. I, I, I don't yeah, neither did Ellie <laughs> and Riley. That's very sad. <laughs> oh, how unfortunate they didn't get screenshots. But the <laughs> listeners, hopefully you guys get screenshots. Mr. Sal, how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing uh doing all right you're doing all right yeah you're not, feeling, you're not feeling like you got left behind or anything i'm not feeling like i got left behind no all i right. came along okay. But... Okay. well let's figure out how you felt about this episode by checking in on our ratings ratings well mr sal i think you're pleased with the ellie and riley stuff it was mostly flashback i mean a bit of the present day, but for the most part, flashbacks. So the question just kind of comes to, did you like the flashbacks? And hmm, I think you liked it. Like I think you liked what the story and everything that happened to it. But I think you can really compare this to episode three with Bill and Frank. And I don't think you like this one as much as you like the Bill and Franks, even though it involves Ellie. So I think you gave it a nine. That's my guess okay yeah you're you're like you're 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 like hedging because of last week <laughs> you're like i'm not getting burned again <laughs> i think you give it a nine i think you give it a nine okay all right uh kurt i know you played this dlc mm-hmm. i don't know how closely this this uh episode do you want me to answer that can, no no no, okay. no i mean i have an idea i you know i, I did listen to uh craig mason who i apologize because uh, all throughout the watchman podcast i was calling the poor guy craig zabin but it's it's craig mason <laughs> anyway publicly apologize right here right now um do you mean chernobyl no watchman <laughs> oh okay <laughs> watchman uh chernobyl we haven't dropped yet oh yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> anyway Oh, but so I know you played the the DLC. It sounds like it stuck pretty close to the uh, to the to this episode stuck pretty close to the DLC, uh, minus a lot of infected. <laughs> but um, but I don't think that bothers you. Uh, I don't know. The one thing I don't know is I don't really know how they or whether the DLC intercuts between the current story. And the past, and I think you you really loved that. So um, I don't like I don't like I, said, I don't know if the DLC did that or not, but I think you loved the intercutting between the past and the present. So I think you like that. Uh, I think you like pretty much everything about this episode. I think you would have given it a ten if not for three facts. Whoa! Are you gonna hit me with the three facts? I'm gonna hit you with the three facts. Two. Okay. I'm... All right. Joel cries a single tear. Riley cries a single tear, and Ellie cries a single tear. It happens three times in this episode, and I don't think you have the stomach for that, so I think you bump it down to a nine. Nine, all right. Yeah. Well, I, I actually ended up giving this episode an eight. Oh. And it is, like, very similar to the uh, DLC. Like, okay. Basically, beat for beat. I, there, there's small differences. Like, I think in the in the game... They go to the arcade machine, but it doesn't actually work. They're just kind of pretending to play it. Here it does work, but just it's basically the same thing as the game. And the game does intersplice, except when you go back to the present time, it's more actiony because Ellie's looking for um, a medicine bread. kit. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, medicine kit to to 
so up Joel. But it's it, it, it. This is like basically the same thing as the game. Like so that yeah. the okay that that actually happens in the DLC. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what so why an eight? Because I mean that's tied for your lowest rated episode of the season. Well, so okay. So the reason I gave it an eight was I liked the, the story the, for Ellie. The and single Riley. tears. The single tears I wasn't a big fan of. I didn't even notice. <laughs> oh, I didn't even wow. notice Riley's. I, I, I saw Ellie and Joel. So I, <laughs> but single tears I'm not a big fan of. It's it's a good, like, I like what happened between Ellie and Riley. But I thought about episode three when I saw this one, right? Because it's like, it's, it's the central story is a love story between two characters, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a one-off in the sense that Riley's, you know, <laughs> doesn't look good for Riley at the end of this episode. <laughs> doesn't look good for Bill and Frank being alive wise in their episode so i thought i so i this made me think back to episode three and i was like all right obviously i care about ellie more than i do about bill and frank because you know she's a recurring character but compared to bill and frank's story this one's just not as good to me now you might disagree which is fine i I do like bits of a like their political differences right of one you know ellie's more pro fedra riley's with the fireflies and um it's cool seeing the novel. Like I, I enjoyed seeing Ellie's first time experiencing a lot of these mall things. Uh, you know my feeling on malls. I'll talk about it later, probably. But <laughs> the so I, I like that part. It's just it's a little long winded because, and I think you had even if you don't know what happened to the game, you have a sense of what happened to Riley, kind of right. You're like it probably didn't end well for Riley in some way. <laughs> oh, yeah, and so. Yeah, I mean, that's basically, I thought it was long-winded, kind of knowing how it ends. And I say that as someone who's kind of known how a lot of things might go in this. But I feel like that was more important in this case. So that's why I gave it an 8 out of 10. I, I thought back to episode 3, and it's just no one here as good as episode 3. Maybe if there was an episode 3, I probably would have given it a 9 or something. But I just think back to episode 3. So Okay, so, so the, your your main gripe is... It resembles episode three, but not as good. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. You, so it, maybe you can convince me. Like it, it is a lot for Ellie's character to know this stuff. No, well, I mean of that, but I haven't told you what I. Yeah, what I, I rated it. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, I'm curious. I, you might, you, I know you might. You, I I don't know if you're, you're going to say you gave it a ten. You might say you gave it a six. Let's see. So what, what oh, a six. Have I ever given anything we've watched? A we'll six? see. Maybe what? maybe one episode of Lost. I think I gave one episode of Lost a six. So what, what did you give it here, Mister Sal? Well, I remember last week when I gave out an eight out of ten, and you like lambasted me because because I was how ridiculous. could I? How could I possibly give that episode an eight out of ten? You really, I'm you, shocked you did that. That yeah. might be my favorite episode of the season. And you gave it a ten out of ten, and you did talk me up to a nine. So I, I, I am on a nine with that previous episode. Oh, did you give this a ten? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was I perfect. Did. It was so perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> perfect. It was. It was one hundred percent. I wouldn't change a single thing about this episode. I love it where it is. As perfect. episode seven, perfect. it was perfect. I, I'll agree. It's kind of like um, it's an all right episode seven. Like it's kind of like a <laughs> like a mellow down in the in the story. You're get, getting a bit of Ellie's history and past. I think that's all great. But I don't know. It just I do, I do really like flashback episodes. I, I think of the Garveys at their best, uh, which is episode nine of. Season one of The Leftovers. I think of, well, parts of Kaleidoscope in Ozark, <laughs> which is like probably my least favorite Ozark episode, but only because of the way 
that they cut it, not because of the actual content. Yeah. Honestly, Kaleidoscope probably could have been better. It's better, actually, I think, on second viewing. <laughs> it definitely is. And, and I know what just, I'm looking at. Yeah. The, the problem with that one is just how they cut it. It was just yeah. so choppy and difficult to watch. The content was fine. Anyway, I, I'm digressing. I'm talking about a flashback episode I didn't like. This uh, flashback episode, I just think is beautiful. First of all, I love malls. I love malls yeah. so much. And I, th- th- it made me so warm and fuzzy inside to see this whole thing set in a mall. I love that. <laughs> I, that's great. That's great. I, I also like malls, but not, not because I like being in malls, but I, as I've told you before, and I don't think, I don't know if I said it on the podcast before. No, I don't think so. I think when I go in a mall, to me, it is a shiny example of what humanity has done, which is say, screw nature, right? We'll pave everything. <laughs> we'll put up some walls. We'll put it in our own lights, temperature controlled, boom, right? I think it is the ultimate showcase of humans. Of We've taken <laughs> the environment, gotten rid of all environment, and it's all indoors now. <laughs> the ultimate we've, middle finger to Mother Nature. We've made a new outside. It's like our, it's our new outside. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that is not why I love malls. I love malls because I grew up with malls. I that is, I, I feel like it's just. I love the convenience of malls. You park your car and you can go all over the place and do anything and get anything, and it's and it's wonderful. I love the way that it's described as the five wonders of the mall because that is exactly what malls always have been to me. It's like there are wonders that happen in malls that don't happen in other places, and I think that's really cool. But uh, and I'm very, very sad to see the death of malls. It's one of one of the one of the main reasons why uh, I ever call. No, I shouldn't say that. It's one, it's one of the main <laughs> my main sadnesses of modern society is the lack of malls. The dying malls. I hate strip malls. I hate them. I hate going to one store in my car and then you literally have to drive to the store you can see. Otherwise, you're going to die trying to cross the street. I hate it. So I, I love I love a good shopping mall. This seems like it was a pretty decent shopping mall. So that that's great. But that aside, I actually really liked that they tied, not overtly, but certainly practically tied this back to the Bill and Frank episode. I, I loved it. I, th- I thought it was great. Right down to uh, where I really felt it was when Riley had... Uh, Ellie, I wish they didn't both end in E. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, just say R and E. Yeah, yeah. When Riley <laughs> had Ellie uh, close her eyes, uh, I, I just kept thinking of the strawberry patch that Frank had yeah. put together for Bill. So I, I love that because the kind of the thesis of that episode was I was never scared until you came along, and and you can so clearly see that all of their fear, Riley and Ellie, both, all of their fear is wrapped up in each other. And it's unspoken for a while until it's spoken. <laughs> and and that's a beautiful thing. I, so I, I thought the love story was was really beautiful. I, I, I honestly, I, it made me very nostalgic for teenage years. I feel like I've been in situations similar to this so many times. <laughs> Was like we have, a, we have a magical night. No, a well, not, not no. no, no, not that. The, yeah. the the idea, especially from Ellie's perspective, but certainly from Riley's too. Apparently, that you know, I really like this person, 
and I really want this to be more than a friendship, but I, I don't want to lose the friendship either. So I'm going to hold back on all these feelings and kind of rein them in and just kind of subtly drop hints and see if there's any kind of bite on the other end. Uh, you know, especially when, when Riley says, uh, she kind of chuckles and I, I'm picturing you in this lingerie yeah, right now, you know, secret, yeah. you know, and I've, I mean, God, I've, how many times have I been with someone and done almost exactly not, not made fun of the thought of them in lingerie, <laughs> but, but done something like that to just put out that there's a thought in my head about us being more than friends and just to see what the reaction is, you know, and then Ellie's reaction of, of looking at her reflection in the lingerie and kind of fixing her hair. I mean, I, that part I thought was, was fantastic as well. I loved, I loved how it intercut with the present because we did get to like, when she says, or when, when Joel tries to dismiss her and says, you know, go leave me, go, go back to Tommy, you know, and she, and she just refuses to do it. And she, you know, she, she goes to the doorknob and she thinks about doing it. And she, then she has these flashbacks of Riley and she hears Riley saying, you know, we don't, we don't lose that. We don't give up that time, whether it's two minutes or two days, we don't get, we don't lose that. Uh, we don't give that up. I don't want to give that up. And, and you can, you can see that thought going through her head as she changes her mind or not changes her mind, but makes the decision that she, she has to do everything that she can to save him. Even if it doesn't work because you don't give that time up. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a, a major theme of six feet under one of my favorite series. My probably my second favorite series after the leftovers is six feet under. And, and at one point in season one, somebody asks one of the um, funeral directors, you know, why do people have to die? And he says to make life matter, to make life important. And that, and, and the, so that theme kind of plays out here. I, I love the concept of whether we have two days or two minutes, we don't give it up. We, we, we embrace what we have and do what we can with the time that we have. It's not about, to me, it's not about don't give up, don't ever quit on things. Like you, you and I have talked extensively about yeah. quitting and I do not villainize quitting <laughs> in any way. But what I sympathize so much with is that time is precious and the time you have with the people you love is very, is limited. And so you do need to make the most of that time. So uh, I love, I love that theme. I thought it was, it was amazing. And once again, for what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six. This is the seventh character in seven episodes that they've introduced us to that they made me fall in love with and they tore them away. Did you expect that it would end with Riley dying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean I, I knew that, I knew, but what I didn't expect was that I was going to fall in love with her in the process. Yeah, yeah. No, O'Reilly, the, the very lovable character. Yeah. Yeah. And very similar uh, so to Ellie. I mean, they're, they're, they're very similar. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're similar, but not so like, as well, and yeah, I love that about they're it. They're like too. mirrors, two sides of a coin. Like, I mean, they're, they're two sides of a coin I could go with. Yeah. Yeah. Cause their ideals are different in some ways. Mm -hmm. Right. Ellie, at least at this point in her life, believes in Fedra. Right. And maybe it might be that conversation she had with Mr. Kwong is why now she's, yeah, I don't know how much she believed yeah. in Fedra. I think she just, she sees the benefit of it. She sees the benefit and she seems to be anti Firefly. That's for sure. 
she she doesn't really trust the firefly movement however you feel about it like you know well, she, she yeah i think agree that they're domestic terrorists by fedra eyes right riley right on the other hand thinks fedra is a bunch of fascists would rather be with the fireflies she has now joined the fireflies um so i mean they're so it's almost like a political difference, right? Is well, yeah. it uh, one political party versus another? Not really. It is, but it is. But they also have, they each have information that the other one doesn't have as well, and they got it not simultaneously, but in between the last time they saw each other, they got this information. Riley knows that she's going to be put on sewer detail, mm-hmm. right? So, which th- therefore. The, given the choice between this entity that may be holding things together, but it's also fascist and is going to put you on sewer detail versus these revolutionaries, you probably pick the revolutionaries regardless of well, how also, you feel about Fedra, I mean, right? She gives her own justification too of family, right? That yep. the, the, the Fireflies want her. Um, she talks, yep. there's a bit about when they first get to the rooftop that Riley at one point had a family. She saw yep. them die in some way. But yeah. the fireflies offer that familyhood that she's really seeking, and that's why she's joining them. So that, that, that's her own justification, whether or not that's... Yeah. But then the information that Ellie has that Riley doesn't is that Ellie's been told that she's on she can be on track to be an officer. So not only... <laughs> I like to imagine that's Mr. Kwong's speech to everyone. <laughs> Even though... <laughs> well, yeah, she's but, been there multiple times. She's right. been there the whole multiple times. So I, I don't think that's the case, but I think no, it's very it's funny not. if... If she walked out and you could see that he had like a piece of paper he was reading from, <laughs> it's like insert name here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I can see that. But so anyway, they both have this this information that the other doesn't have. But uh, so they are they are on opposite sides politically, and and that's kind of a I mean it's that's a little tropey that you you put two people in love on opposite sides of a war, basically. You know, and that's Romeo and Juliet, well really, but. <laughs> But um, so, so there's that. But then the, the other big difference, and uh, they talked about it. I, don't, I can't remember if they talked about it after the episode or if they talked about it on the podcast, but is the reaction to being bitten. Yes. They have which, this after the episode, at least. Oh, they yeah. did. They Okay. Yeah. I, I can remember which it was. But, but I, and I latched onto that right away as it was happening. I was like, wow, this, this is quite a juxtaposition here. You've got Ellie just beating on the glass, breaking everything she can break, and Riley sitting crying a single tear <laughs> back so, to the single tear was all right <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, so anyway the uh, also right in the beginning when bethany kind of accosts riley or i'm sorry ellie uh and says you know you don't want to fight <laughs> you, you don't fight your friend fights and she's not here anymore is she so ellie seems as though she was not a fighter before but now has kind of adopted it and that's a rileyism so she's she's kind of adopted a rileyism yeah i guess with her three-week departure makes sense gave um i forgot the girl's name but 15 bethany 15 bethany. stitches yeah yeah yes I'll yeah show her yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> so but but that's her trying to be like riley yeah yeah so she's proud of it sense. she's flaunting it to riley so <laughs> it's it's Yes, they're they're similar in a lot of ways. They both love Mortal Kombat. Like they they know each other very well. They're, they're in love with each other. But, like they're, you know, the the yeah. way they talk is pretty similar. That's mm-hmm. But at the same time, there there are a lot of differences here, and I and I like the differences. It's a really nice juxtaposition. But anyway, I yeah. So I I just I I love this episode. <laughs> I, it was 
everything that it, and it made me feel i know that we don't do really much with the main story here but I, it made me feel i felt like this episode enriched joel and ellie's relationship as much if not more than the previous episode see i wouldn't say this episode to me enriched it, it would enrich ellie's side of the relationship yeah I wouldn't I don't say. Know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I don't change the way I feel about Joel really at all. I, I don't think that's what you're saying. I, so, is that what you're saying? Uh, I am because oh. I, I feel like I I saw so much sadness in him as Ellie was as he, when he dismissed Ellie and Ellie was was leaving and he thought she was going to go. I, I mean, that that sadness that I saw in him was <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that was akin to the sadness that you see when he's talking to Tommy about losing her. <laughs> about failing her it was like i've i've lost her that's it she's gone you know and 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 it it didn't i'm sure you could interpret it as though he's sad that his only hope of survival is leaving <laughs> he's, uh, he's very, sad that he's dying yeah wow. in a very cynical way you could interpret it that way i i don't i interpreted that as he's lost her he's failed her and, and that makes him really sad and like beyond sad like they're pretty all in on each other now. Yeah, yeah, and and also for him to see her, not to see her not give up on him, to see her come back with the needle and thread and and not give that up. She won't give that up, just like Riley won't give it up. You know, um, I I will say that I would love to see whatever happened between the end of uh, their time in the mall. Well, between the time they got bit and when Ellie ends up chained to a wall by the fireflies. So, I would love to see it. I don't know if we will. What? Do you want me to tell you from the game whether or not we see anything? Yeah, sure. You can I mean, me. I'll, I'll, in the game, that's how the la- like that's how the Left Behind DLC ends. Like, we never... Okay. You never see... Uh, nah. You, you don't see that part. It basically ends the same way. Like, the, yeah. the way this episode ends, ends very similar to the game. It ends with in the present time, Ellie's starting to sew uh, sew up Joe, and mm-hmm. ends the same way it does here. And yeah, you, you don't you don't see all that stuff. Well, uh, I hope they I hope we do see that. It won't well, be this season. There's only two well, episodes. Well, left, what I'm so. curious about now is this whole eyebrow scar thing. Back oh when yeah, the game came out. <laughs> yeah, Craig Mason. Sorry, Neil Dunkman, not Craig Mason. Druckman. Junk, drunkman. Druck. Druck. Yes. Drunkman. <laughs> no, you're not drunk, man. <laughs> Neil revealed in like an interview, people were asking him, you know, how did Ellie get the scar? And he said that there's a story behind it. And he's never revealed the story. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to, if they will reveal the story. I thought maybe they were going to, because at one point it's a 7 Eleven incident. But, right. So uh, the eyebrow thing is. A game and and series. Yeah. It's not a Bell Ramsey thing. It's an Ellie. No, thing. yeah, it's an Ellie thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I I will tell you that in the podcast they did talk about that and they really? said that they intentionally put it in there. They really wanted to put it in there to address it and leave it open for maybe someday visiting it. Well, it's been over a decade, well, right? No, no, I mean, no. Mean- I, I'm talking about in this in this episode. Oh, the Seven Eleven thing. Well, we'll see. Yeah, them. we'll see. If they, we'll see if they'll address it in the season. I mean, they, they got. They, they won't. They two. won't in this. They won't in this season. It's season season two, two, maybe. All right. Yeah. We'll see. I'm curious to the scar, but so yeah, I, I I did like that, and 
you know, may, maybe eight's unfair. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Because uh, I mean, I think the if... last episode is definitely better than this episode. And I, we, we just disagree on that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but I, I will, I will tell you, I, I, I understand your perspective of the drawing a comparison with long, long time. I, I, I do understand that. I think there, there are a lot of similarities, but there are some really stark differences too. And it's, not the least differences. not the least of which is like this ends in tragedy, and that ended in you know kind of a, a good way. They were old. They were, <laughs> and they died together. It's like a what's that called when it's both happy and bittersweet. Bittersweet, yeah, <laughs> it's bittersweet. I see. I, I don't. I don't see that ending as very bitter. <laughs> it's way more sweet than bitter. I you think. don't think so. I no. I this one. Well, I is think it's just bitter. I think there's still a hint of bitter in episode three, just because the idea that, you know, he, he feels, um, Frank feels like his life is so out of his control that he would like, you know, he would like to die. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So that, that's just a sad thought. And then, you know, yeah, Bill's I, I, I think there's a lot of sadness in it. I, I do think it's sweeter than, yeah. than, than what happened here. This is, this is, this is, if, if, it, if episode three, is bittersweet. It's maybe thirty percent better, forty percent better, rest sweet. This one's like seventy, eighty percent better. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The ending just goes. Oh. There is some. There is some beauty in it though. That in that they do get to, they do actually come to a, a point of truth. Like they, they they both do get to experience that the joy of. I like this person. Do they like me? Oh my God, they do. Like that. They do. Yeah. That, that's that's a huge thing. So th- there's. So that's a very that's very sweet. And I think it's very sweet that what that they do get whatever time they get afterwards. But it's extremely bitter that that one of them will go. It's extremely bitter that it's a very short period of time, and probably even more bitter. And, and I think this is this does so much for Ellie moving forward. That again, she's the one to survive. You know, she writes on that pad to Sam that she's afraid of ending up alone, and it's the it's it's not survivor's guilt, but that's the first term that comes to mind here. It's I everybody I know is susceptible to dying to these things, except for me, mm-hmm. and that's scary because I could end up as the only one who doesn't. As it could only I could end up alone now because of that. So yeah. I, I think it I think it goes a long way toward that as well. I think a lot of why she feels that way is explained in this episode because she does have to survive now. And I think or, also why she feels justified to like getting a cure. Right. Yeah, right. maybe. Yeah, maybe what happened to Riley and just mm-hmm. people she's I mean, to. We don't know. Maybe Riley turned and attacked her or like I mm-hmm. we, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like that would be extremely scarring. Certainly, yeah. I mean, they're supposed to lose their minds together. That didn't happen. Mm, yeah. Very sad. Yeah. So I, I do wonder how long it was. You know what? What happened? I forgot. We we saw that chart before. Is it like max twenty four hours? You get bit in the leg. She got bit in the one. on the arm, didn't she? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like maximum time you get twenty four hours. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember. Think. We saw that chart in episode one, like halfway through. Right? Yeah, I know. Oh man. But I, I think twenty four hours is the max. But, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was forty eight hours on the leg. 
Maybe it's 48, but yeah, I don't she, know. she did not get bit on the leg. She got so. Oh, I have it right here. Leg, oh. foot is 12 to 24 hours. Okay, yeah, so. But that's leg and foot. That's leg and foot. And arm. She got bitten. Arm or hand? Yeah, yeah. is two to eight hours. Ooh. She might so I, I, I really want to know because I think it matters. I, I think it really matters. Did did uh, Marlene or the other fireflies show up before Riley turned? Or did Riley turn first and Ellie had to kill her or hide from her or whatever? I don't know. You'll we'll have to see. Yeah, I, I, I would really like to know that. But anyway, it, um, yeah, I, I, I love this episode. I'm all in on this episode. This, this stands out to me with a uh, long, long time and... I don't remember the name of that episode. Henry and Sam episode. Oh, Endurance Survive. Endurance Survive. Yeah. yeah. So this stands out to me. You've done a those. great job with the characters uh, in in this um, series. I mean, all of them, all the introduced characters, I've loved a lot. I don't know how they do that every freaking week. They <laughs> introduce someone brand new, and you know they're going to get ripped away. At this point, you just know it. I knew Riley was was a goner, and I still <laughs> fell in love with her. Like, it was despite, it just, it was despite trying not to, because I know she's going to be ripped away, I pulled a Joel. I was like, nope, not going to let her in. There's Tess, Bill and Frank, Henry, Sam, Tommy, you can, you know, Sarah. Kind of one dimensional. Sarah. Oh, yeah, episode one, yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Now, Riley on the list. A lot of fallen. A lot of fallen. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's very, amazing. very deadly series, Mr. Sal. I mean, it is called The Last of Us. This is The Last of Us. There's like two <laughs> more episodes, too. I can, So I, I, we can talk more about this, but I, I really was shocked to see the next on, knowing <laughs> there are only two episodes left. I figured you would. I figured I, you would. <laughs> I was like, what? We're getting a whole new set of characters? Are you kidding me? Come on. They've been doing it all, all season, Mr. Sal. Yeah, but this, this is the like Joel Parade season. Come on, I, I, yeah, I guess I don't know. I, I, I thought, yeah, I mean, I thought they'd get to, I guess, Salt Lake City by the end of this, but it looks like Joel is still infirmed all of next episode. Huh. We'll have to, we'll have to see what happens. But well, we, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that afterwards. But um, do I don't wanna... know. If... Yeah, oh. go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, do you want to get into favorite scenes? Was there yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, we haven't done that yet. We should do that. <laughs> if, you, if, 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 if you wouldn't mind. If I, could, I, I, I would be happy scene. to, yes. Oh, okay. Well, then, in that case, Mr. Sal, I think your favorite scene, I think it's going to be, I don't know how much of the Halloween store counts as a single scene. Oh, they, that's a good question. I think they cut <laughs> back to the present at some point during it. For her, I her, would um, say, what what if we the what if we split it here? Okay, pre and post a bit, pre and post what? Like the the infected? Oh, bit, yes, bit, yeah. yes. I that's where I was would split it. Yes, yes. Okay, then I think post post a bit Halloween store, post bit Halloween store. Gotcha, is what you say. Okay, and I think yours is pre bit Halloween store. <laughs> You got me right. I did say, uh, yeah. and you got me right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Pre bit and post bit. That, that's. I think that's exactly where you split it. So, I don't, you want to talk about yours first, or yeah, sure. Since mine comes first, I mean, so mm -hmm. this is a very iconic scene in the game. The song I played it when we got when we got together. That um, 
What's the name of that song, Mr. Cell? You actually know. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. Yeah, that's the exact same song from the game. And that you know. that is a version of the song that I never heard. It's a very popular Sonny and Cher song, oh. but but not I've never heard the Etta James version. That so that was really cool. And it's nice. It's hip, right? And it's first of all, it's it's them. They argue, okay. They get back together in the Halloween store and they kind of reconcile with each other, right? Ellie accepts the fact that Riley's going, right? And it's it turns from Riley seemed she she was obviously hiding the fact she had to leave that night, that it was her last night. She had multiple times to come clean, but she didn't because she probably knew how Ellie would feel about it, right? And I think everyone can relate to a similar circumstance where they don't want to tell someone something. Because they're, they're expecting a negative reaction from them. So you're kind of dragging your feet about it. But you really shouldn't be dragging your feet about it. But you are because you don't want to tell them. Because right. they're going to be upset. Yeah. So that's what Riley's done this whole night. Yeah, oh, I think also she, she, wants to, <laughs> she wants to enjoy it. And she wants Ellie to enjoy it. Before, worry, think about that. Yeah, before it turns to crap. Yeah, so, and so that's why she didn't tell her this whole night. She did finally tell her. Not during the Halloween. She already did tell her. But. You know, Ellie storms out, comes back, but she accepts it, right? Ellie accepts the fact that Riley will go. That was beautiful, it, by the it, way. It, yeah, was... it turns to a sweeter tone, right? From Ellie upset, like that's, you know, why, how could you do this to me? To well, you know what? We still got tonight, right? So that that sweeter tone changeover. They have they they boogie woogie, <laughs> and then <laughs> just the just that moment of where this, Ellie... this is, I think, also right. This this is the scene where Riley talks about having a family. And yes. how the fireflies chose her and it matters. And I, when she says, I matter to them. And then Ellie says, You matter to me first. First. Yeah. Oh, oh, so sweet. And I mean, I, I, when you're playing the DLC, when do you realize that Ellie is in love with Riley? I don't know. I'm trying to, I don't remember very well. But it, they, I mean, they go through things where they're like, they like, they take the photos, they go around, like, you, you, you kind of start telling. I don't remember if there's that lingerie scene there might have been i can't remember if that was there but i you definitely can tell before this like before this happens yeah you already have the sense that that they like each other yeah that, that's I, for sure. I, I mean i i kind of picked up on it in the at the laundry store that that's laundry where i picked is, up on it I, I, yeah laundry is definitely a big giveaway for yeah <laughs> yeah but just it just gets so much sweeter they are to each other right it gets a lot more up until this point, it hasn't been like, you know, there's a suite to each other. I liked that a lot. Then mm -hmm. they were mm -hmm. dancing and just they already agreed that Riley's going, right? That that's accepted. Ellie accepts it. Fine. But while they're dancing, Ellie asks her not to go, and Riley just agrees not to go. They'll just I love that. Let's make I, it I, work somehow. I love it so much. That all, so all she needed was and and you almost get the impression that that's why she set up this whole night was just to hear ellie say don't go because it's all she needed it, she just needed to know that ellie didn't want her to go and if she knows that then she can deal with being on sewer patrol or whatever because she just wants ellie ellie just wants her all it takes is don't go as soon as riley knows that it's immediate it's okay yeah, it's such a oh, what a sweet moment. I, I do mean, have to I do have to tell a quick story if it's okay with you. Yeah, about sure, sure. When, when I was a senior in high school, mm -hmm. I was in a class that did this 
I, I, it was some sort of community outreach thing where we went down to uh, the, the elementary school and just kind of, I, I don't want to say mentored, but like we were each assigned one student in this classroom that was like specifically a classroom of students with special needs. And I was assigned a student uh, who had Down syndrome. And he, he was so sweet, and he loved me, and and we had so much fun together. It was such a great program. But every time it was time for me to go, because I had class that I had to get back to. Every time it was time to go, I'd say, "Okay, well, I have to go." And he'd look at me with these giant eyes and just say, "Don't go, <laughs> don't go." <laughs> so, so it's it's like. When, when I heard Ellie say it, I was like, oh, my God. It's, uh, it brought back a lot of memories. I say it to my family all the time. They say yeah. it to me all the time. But... <laughs> don't go. Yeah, don't go. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> it's like, it's really hard. It's really hard to go when somebody tells you, yeah, so don't go. Like that. Yeah, don't go. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So anyway, I love that. No, yeah, it was so sweet. And then, you know, get, the tender moment gets cut short by an infected attacking. Turns into a bit of an action sequence. They struggle. And they both end up infected, and then that gets to your favorite scene. Yeah, which you, I, you sick I absolutely, man, seeing all... these children die. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have already said most of what I wanted to say about this scene, but just just for the sake of completion here, um, we immediately before we we get to anything between Riley and Ellie, we go back to Joel, and and we go back to Ellie deciding that she's going to search for i don't know what it was in the time you know as she was looking in medicine cabinets i assume she was looking for like alcohol or antibiotics or, actually he had alcohol didn't he anyway whatever he um, drank out he probably does i don't know if he still has yeah. it on him but so uh this, she's looking for something to help him right and, and so we, we see that first before we go back to the halloween store and we see ellie smashing this stuff and screaming while Riley just stares into nothing and cries. And I love that juxtaposition that Riley's is despair and Ellie's is anger. And I mean, we're almost seeing two stages of grief simultaneously, right? So yeah. it, was, it was just, it was, I going think it was to different phases. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just, yeah, they're just different people. But anyway, so I love that. I love how uh, Riley lays out the two options. We could take the easy way, which would certainly be easier than what they're about to go through. I mean, what they're about to go through at best is losing their mind together. Actually, I mean, that's the best case scenario is they both lose their mind at the same time. Yeah, no one eats the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario is exactly what happens one of them has to watch the other go through it and it never happens to that one that is worst case scenario that's terrible but we get what i think is the the quote of the episode whether it's two months or two days we don't give that up i don't want to give that up the value of the time that you have with the with the loved ones you know it's it's interesting because i had not too not too long ago i had a student come to me and talk to me about uh someone in their family who's dying you know, the, the, they have a terminal illness and it was very sad for that student um extremely sad and, and all, i kept thinking about when i heard this line that's that's what i kept thinking about it was like 
that's it when you know somebody like it's it's so sad and it's tragic and it's awful but it's kind of a gift as well because you know you can say your goodbyes you can do you can you can value so preciously that time that you have left because when somebody's taken from you suddenly you, you can't and you like it's one of the hardest things about that situation when someone's taken from you suddenly is you didn't get to value the time that you had with them but when you know, like Riley and Ellie do, we're, we're going to be gone soon. Ellie's not going back to Fedra. Riley's not going back to the Fireflies. They're going to stay right here in this store with each other for whatever time they have left. And that's beautiful. Like, it, it's, it's, I think, such a great display of value the time that you have with the people that you love while you have it. Even if you don't know when they'll be taken from you or you'll be taken from them. So anyway, and then the whole thing wraps up with Ellie continues not giving up, but this time for Joel, and she finds that needle and thread and gets right back to him and sews him up. Well, well, yeah, we'll have to see what happens to Joel next episode. Yeah, but that was not, <laughs> even though that's the end of the episode, that was not the end of the recap. So. <laughs> nah. <laughs> what was she saying? Do you want to but we, we have knocked out the last, what, 10 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, we can get to the recap pretty quickly here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go. We start off in the present time with uh, Joel telling Ellie to take a hike back up north. Find Tommy. Just get out of here. You leave him. There's, there's, no, there's no point in trying to help him out. But she covers him up and goes upstairs. We know to go patch him up. Joel doesn't really quite know that. <laughs> but well, I, think, I, know she doesn't I don't think say she knows it either. No, you're right. So you're thinking that. So, I mean, I mean you, you played the DLC, so you, you mm-hmm. probably had no doubt. Like, it wasn't, yeah. There wasn't anything. Yeah, I didn't have a doubt. There was no ambiguity for you. But for yeah. me, there was ambiguity. It was it's like, true. oh, man. I mean, this is, is she going to leave him? I mean, it's probably the smart thing to do. No, definitely, especially if you're the potential cure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think at, at minimum she was thinking about it, if not having already decided she was going to. That's true. No, she, yeah. It, it, the idea probably went through her head. That's for sure. Yeah. But then we go back in time to the gymnasium, right? To Ellie jogging around the gym with her Walkman. If you saw just this clip, you would think this is a pretty normal. Like school experience. Uh, we didn't jog with Walkman when I was. Yeah, in I school. didn't jog with Walkman either. <laughs> you didn't have a Walkman when you were in school. No, Walkman I never had a Walkman. Exist. Let me tell you just real quick. This is nothing to do with what anything, but just a really interesting technology yeah. tidbit. Yeah. So Walkman was awesome. I loved Walkman. Yep. Loved my iPod. So yeah, iPod <laughs> great. Also, in between. In between cassette tapes and MP3s were CDs. Mm-hmm. The Walkman equivalent of a CD, a Discman, terrible. Also, because CDs are like so hard to bad. store. Like you can't, like a cassette, you can kind of ruffle around with, and it'll be fine. CD, you got to be careful with. You ever try running with a jostling CD player? <laughs> no. It's not good. Oh <laughs> yeah, because you might also scratch up your. Disc it just skips. That. It's just it just yeah. skips the whole time. It was yeah, terrible. It, it was up. so bad. Walkman, though. Uh, so I was using my Walkman 
way after cassettes had gone out. <laughs> like it was, you know, with CDs, like you could make, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you've heard of the phenomenon of the mixtape, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a playlist. You would think of it as a playlist, right? Yeah. But it was a big deal. Like making a mixtape was a big deal. It took a lot of, like, you had a finite amount of space. So you had to really curate you had to pick it. Your songs. Yeah, you yeah. had to pick your songs. And if you were making it for someone, that was a whole, that was a really big deal. <laughs> so, and then, you know, was, you could do it with CDs too, because you could burn CDs. And, and that, so that, but again, you had a finite amount of space and you really curated your songs. Uh, so, I, I mean, I had mixtapes uh, of, you know, my jogging music <laughs> that were very well curated, right? Uh, you know, until I got, and I was using the Walkman until I got an iPod. <laughs> so it was like the Discman, no good. Could not do it. Yeah, I like my iPod. <laughs> it was yeah. nice. I just got to download songs right on it. it Works very well. Man, I, parts. <laughs> I loved my iPod. I had like such a huge library of music stored on, the, on my iPod. My car got broken into one time and they took my iPod. And, and they took the iPod. <laughs> Like years, like so many years after, after the iPod, iPod was 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 useful. Like they didn't take the charger that went with it. I'm like, I don't know how they think they're gonna charge the thing. <laughs> Cause you can't get those chargers. I guess you probably can get the chargers, but it's it is a whole different uh plug on the bottom. But anyway, I was like, man, why do they want that? Of all the things, why do they want that? <laughs> it's not useful to anyone but me. And uh, anyway, that oh, is infuriating. <laughs> I was mad. Wow. Sorry. She's got no, this Walkman, and she. Oh yeah, she, and she gets in a fight. Yeah, she values this Walkman quite she a does. lot. She, I, I could see why. I mean, especially yeah, man. I don't know how she's even powering that thing. You get batteries. I guess yeah. chargeable batteries. They have electricity, so yeah. They um jogging. Uh, you know, another girl kind of picks a fight with her. She's jogging a bit too slow. Doesn't think Ellie's going to defend herself because she does not have her friend Riley with her. But well, Ellie will defend herself and she will give that girl 15 stitches. So many stitches. A black eye. So you go to, uh, she gets sent to, I guess, her equivalent of the office. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Captain Kong, Mr. Kong. Kwong. Kwong, sorry, there's a W. Yeah, there's a W, yep. Mr. Kwong. And you can tell that she's been acting out for the last few weeks. Been to the hole three times. Not going to send her back there again. Because he can tell that Ellie's a smart gal. So listen, you got two choices, Ellie. Either you can act like you're acting. Act like a grunt. You'll be a grunt. And basically just spells out what he thinks is a pretty bad sounding life. Or or you can take the keys, Ellie. And you can be an officer. Warm in the winter cool in the summer which I've, yeah. I've never heard that description but i love that i loved it too but he said it the other way though he said cool in the summer first and i was like oh, yeah. listen to him describing himself as cool wow <laughs> but then i then he continues yeah. cool in the summer i'm like oh air conditioning got it okay yeah 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 so that's <laughs> i like that as his pitch like listen I, I which i guess is fair enough if you don't have you know temperature control climate control uh, basically, you're gonna live a more lavish life, a better life, right? You can be the boss. You can tell Bethany where to shove it. So, you know, we're the only things holding this QZ together. Otherwise, they'd all kill each other and die. Which so, is interesting because I mean, Ellie hasn't seen it yet, but we just saw 
um Kansas City. It's Kansas, thank you, Kansas City, thank yes. <laughs> and and he's probably not wrong. Yeah, no, I mean granted so it appears that the Kansas City QZ was a very cruel K- QZ, but yeah. they are they are the last semblance of government. Mm-hmm. And they did have that one function of keeping the infected out, which they apparently did quite well. Yeah, yeah. So Ellie could be a good leader, and she agrees to go down this key route. So, Mr. Kwong's pleased with that. Back to your room, Danelli. Back to your room. And in her room, she's reading up on very advanced... Well, no, she's reading a comic book. She's not reading the No Pun Intended <laughs> Volume 1. She's reading a comic. Is this the same comic she's talking to Sam about? I don't think so. I thought that one was oh. called Endure and Survive, was it not? I, I think that's a line in it. Oh, maybe not. Maybe it is then. I'm not sure. It might be. I'm not sure. But... Actually, it makes sense that it would be. So it probably is. I'm assuming it is. There's Riley's empty bed across the room. Lights out. Ellie goes to bed. And Riley sneaks in in the dark as a joke. Because that's a really funny joke. (laughs) Sneak Uh on her while she's sleeping. Um, Ellie's upset that she's been gone for three weeks. She ran away for a bit. But she's back. So, you know, we got to give her credit where credit's due. She's joined the Fireflies, like she's talked about. Has a cool gun to prove it ellie can't even really believe it and she's honestly kind of upset riley tells her to come out with her for a few hours have the best night of her life despite it being 2 a.m ellie refuses but riley convinces her to come along and while ellie's changing riley snags her walkman mm. so they're going off they go so did you notice the three cassettes i did see the i i did see that they showed the cassettes, but I didn't. I don't remember the names of them at all. Why? One, one was out of James, which okay, which that, is the song, yeah. That means... Which, by the way, how did she play that song? How did she play the music? I think it was on a Walkman, chord. an aux chord. It was an aux chord to uh, look for the headphones. I guess there that was. I guess there was. A, there must have been a stereo system in the uh, Halloween store. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, because aux is pretty like. That's a, that's a standard that's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that would make sense if there was a stereo system. So I guess I guess that probably was. Anyway, but there were the three cassettes. There was the Etta James one. Mm-hmm. I, I believe there was a Pearl Jam one because that's what she was listening to in the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was an AHA one. Oh, Take On Me. Take On Me, yeah. Yeah, okay. So there, there, there's the whole playlist <laughs> for the episode. <laughs> Mostly. Uh, we get to the, they, they escape the room, get into the alley. Um, almost get spotted immediately, but they managed to dodge it. Um, hint at the eyebrow origin story. Nothing in this episode, but we'll see. Uh, Riley talks about, you know, warns Ellie not to fight everyone. You know, pick and choose your fights. That's what the Fireflies have taught me, Ellie. Don't just go around. You can't just fight your way through everything and fight everyone. Uh, it's not going to work for you. They sneak into a building, go up. Just a couple of stairs. And on the top, they find a real bottle of booze by a dead person. Which just reminded me of, um, what's the movie with the four boys to go poke the body with the stick? Oh, uh, Stand By Me? Is it Stand By Me? Yeah. yeah, that sounds like that's it, yeah. I don't know why, but whenever I see it, like, children around dead bodies, I always think of that. <laughs> Man, I, dead bodies in this universe, though, I would not be anywhere near that. Side. No, exactly, because it could be infected. I right. Could, It'd be all fungusy. I I don't know. They're confident to be standing near. I call it foolishness or confidence, whatever you'd want to. They go up to the body, examine it. 
see that it's got a real bottle of booze and it looks like this person mixed it with pills on purpose so mm-hmm. they chose to die here very very morbid thought and they, they don't seem to really <laughs> they don't seem to really be like the gravitas of what they're looking at <laughs> well i think it's it's very different seeing a dead body in this world than it is in our world. exactly that's what I'm i mean just the way they've been raised and stuff people yeah. are dying all over the place they're yeah. just they're a little desensitized to it certainly so they get their way to the rooftops they start drinking and they're going to continue to do so throughout the night uh ellie checks out riley's gone pretty cool why did riley join the fireflies well one night while ellie was in the hole riley snuck out marlene saw her sneaking prowess and liked her um, similar viewpoint on fedra so she invited her to join the fireflies they they bicker a bit as to you know i mean Fedra Ellie basically together and yeah i mean he, she quotes captain kwong yeah yeah you know they they kind of do hold everything together kind of the glue here <laughs> yeah so whatever they they stopped that to do some hardcore parkour <laughs> at the end of that they they argue a bit once more but they agree to disagree because they've arrived to the mall ellie's initially scared because they've been told it's full of infected and that's why it's been blocked off what it's not really blocked off. So they sneak in through the maintenance room. They enter well, they enter the maintenance room, and Riley has Ellie go out and turns on the lights to give her the big reveal. A mall in all its glory and using up all the electricity. Seriously. <laughs> now I like to imagine that there's like some I don't know what job even does. I don't think it's an electrical engineer, but some engineer that's in charge of like the power grid. <laughs> yeah. Power station for this place. It's like, wow. Demand's really high for two in the morning. Yeah, that's a big spike. Oh, something must be going on. The, the little needles going around and around. Yeah, exactly. and around. <laughs> yeah. big power spike this time. Oh well, like yeah. whatever. <laughs> Who knows? But the wonders of a mall. Riley goes to show her the four wonders. I mean, the five wonders of the mall. <laughs> Starting off with the escalator, which <laughs> is a wonder. I agree with Ellie. It, yeah, no, I mean, I remember my grandmother had never really been near an escalator in, like, India. And when I first saw look, I saw her when she first went to an escalator. Really? <laughs> yeah. It might have been the first time she went on an escalator, but she definitely did not know how to use an escalator. She was, she was very scared of the escalator. <laughs> and, like, it's pretty magical. It, she, like, someone had to help her step on it, and someone helped her step off of it. She's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is whimsical. Yeah, just the... Especially if yeah. you've never seen an escalator. Oh, yeah. it's incredible. You know, it, it's funny. I, there's a comedian named Stephen Wright, and he does this joke about escalators. He says, escalators should never have a, uh, an out-of-order sign on them because if an escalator is out of order, it's just stairs. <laughs> Which I think it's great. It's like, yeah, that's right. So, at, you know, worst-case scenario on an escalator, it's a flight of stairs. Best-case scenario? It's moving you. You don't have to do anything. Well, I feel like worst case is like it's malfunctioning pretty badly and it's like moving weirdly. So you just turn it off. That's and true. And then it's you just hit the button. Yeah, hit the button. It's there. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. So they, uh, by, by the way, like, Ellie does a great job of acting like this is her first time on an escalator. It really is. I, mean, I should say Bella Ramsey does Bell a great Ramsey's, job. <laughs> yeah. This is Bella Ramsey's first time on an escalator. <laughs> That'd be really hysterical. They, they enjoy it. Maybe even have a bit too much fun. <laughs> kind of gets a little whimsical <laughs> with that. They start, you know, walking around. They see the stores. 
some have been rated mostly based on priority before they By the way, them all. we do get take on me here, which oh yes, during the escalator, but yeah. just just like uh, That's I love take on like, me. I know me too. I, I heard I'm like, oh <laughs> I love take on me. I think it's the quintessential 80s song. So there, there's that part of it. But then like I, I'm sure you remember the episode of Good Day in Melbourne from yeah, the, of the Leftovers, where they do at least three, I think maybe four versions of Take On Me. But like, mm-hmm. if you think about the lyrics of that song as applied to this episode, it is so good. Like, <laughs> the use of this song is so good. We're talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today's another day to find you. Shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Uh, I'll be gone in a day or two. Uh, let's see. So, uh, I, I'll be stumbling away, slowly learning life is okay. Say after me, it's no better to be safe than sorry. I. <laughs> it's like, it's basically the plot summary of this episode. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, it just tracked episode right. It's, it's so good. Oh my god. Anyway, okay. Sorry. Good song. No, no, great, great song. They go see the stores. Some have been rated based on a priority, and Victoria's Secret was not deemed important enough. And yeah, talking <laughs> to a little quib uh, that Riley says, and Ellie looking at it for a while at a reflection. We get to the second wonder, the carousel, and wowzers, it moves. So they hop along. I, I thought the song was Take On Me. <laughs> I was like, I know this song. What is the song? Is it Take On Me? And so I started humming Take On Me along to the music, and it fit very well. But it is not Take On Me. In the official podcast, they talked about it. It is The Cures Just Like Heaven. Oh, okay. I don't but, know that song. Which, which is still really cool. I mean, it's, it's great. That's, and those those lyrics also fit very nicely <laughs> with, this with this episode uh i mean i'll see if i can find them really quickly but anyway uh, but it was uncanny how i could hum along with this music uh singing take on me and, and it fit pretty well but sounds like a copyright infringement if I'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh show me how you do that trick the one that makes me scream the one that makes me laugh and threw your arms around my neck. Show me how you do it. And I promise you, I promise you that I'll run away with you. I'll run away with you. Um, and of course, the end is you soft and lonely, you lost and lonely, you just like heaven. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> the music choices are really good in this series. Yeah, yeah. no, they, they've done very good with the tying in the music and picking certain songs and like a long, long time when we talked about that, mm-hmm. but there's been other music no, choices too. The car- oh, so while they're going on the carousel, they go back to this topic of Fedra and the Fireflies, and if Riley really thinks that she can liberate the cues, and by the way, I should note that the carousel stops working, and they yes. start talking about this stuff. Riley thinks that the Fireflies can liberate the QZ, and it's happened in other QZs, so we haven't seen this yet in the series, that other QZs have been liber- liberated. Well, KC was, but KC not... Was- not by the fireflies. Yeah, not by the fireflies. So mm-hmm. we'll see what the hope is in that. Ellie thinks that, you know, why don't we run this place as federal, just work our way up the ranks rather than yeah. revolution? 
But Marley doesn't see that as a viable option because this is where she reveals that she'd be 17 next month and she's assigned to a sewage guard. And that's why she ran. You know, that, yeah. that she panicked, ran, and she just, you know, it's hard to come back. Well, she came back though. So that's the bright side because Ellie's the only thing she missed. How sweet. What, what, what a Aww. sweet thing to say. Only thing she missed. Three more wonders to go. Third wonder. Photo booth. Very nice. Yes, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. They, they take some nice photos. Fourth wonder. <laughs> We're going right on to the fourth wonder. Yeah. Arcade, right? Ellie is in awe. And honestly, arcade. Pretty cool. <laughs> Especially if you've never like played a video game. Maybe Ellie has because they've had electricity. So, you know, they have some yeah. old console or something. But arcade yeah. still. Arcade so cool. uh, just a bit about, about some of this. Like, so I it got me thinking, like, Man, I thought arcades were magical too, but I hate arcades now. Why? And I realized, like, yeah, but it's not, it's because the games are just money grabbing schemes. They're not like, like, you could, it used to be you could put a quarter in a game and you just played until you won or died. Like, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't like you put a quarter in the game, you play for 12 seconds and then you got to put another quarter in the game. Like, it, oh, I- I think there's still games that are like that style where it's just probably, like, but I'm thinking of like the, the you know the Dave and Buster's format. Like this, this like those those arcades are so obnoxious. They're so dark and jam packed, and it's just you can't hear anything, you can't see anything, and you play these games that are just designed to grab your money. Um, I, I still like arcades. I, I I I've talked to you about this. My favorite thing yeah. to do in an arcade. I know you have younger kids so you, yeah. you know that they're, they're having their good time and you're they're facilitating it if i go to an arcade even now as an adult i go for the high scores right i'm, I'm playing the game that i enjoy playing but i'm trying to yeah. grind to, to see if i can get on the leaderboards that's what i but like that, doing and that's the way that arcades used to be like yeah <laughs> so uh, I, I recently took my oldest son who was 11 to uh, an arcade that that, that rhymes with raven custers but anyway uh, <laughs> well i wasn't i wasn't incriminating it specifically yet but now yeah, yeah. i had i had to teach him and i don't think it sunk in that like the the store <laughs> is a ripoff like the prizes are very low they're they're, they're very the low prizes. value like the prizes like, you're gonna spend so much money like we would have to spend like literally thousands of dollars to get the vr goggles that are like four hundred dollars so I, I had to try to explain this to him and teach him i don't think it's sunk in because all he did the whole time was try to get tickets and it was like hey, you gotta be kidding me so, i know some uh, people do that i don't know how people yeah they, they just they like playing the ticket games but i i used i used to get so excited about going to the arcade and playing like teenage mutant ninja turtle ninja turtles or uh gauntlet or uh, the Mortal Kombat, like they do in this game. Now they do Mortal Kombat Two, and that's what segues into what I want to talk about. They, they talked about it on the on the official podcast about how how would they even know about Mortal Kombat Two? How would they know the characters? How would they know how to work the controls? And I don't know if you remember. You might be too young to remember this, but they're comics for games. Well, they they had they had magazines like that gave you tips and. Like I, you don't know how to you don't know the cheat code to get through the forest in the original Legend of Zelda. Well, there's a Nintendo magazine for that. You know, it, it was. 
I'm aware of this. I know there used to be like Nintendo Power and stuff. I right. I was in um the only one I ever had that was kind of equivalent to this was there was Game Informer from GameStop when I was younger. But even right. that, there was still the internet at that point. Right. But, so yeah. So now you thing. can look look up how to do the stuff on the internet. But like those magazines would have been could have been something that survived the apocalypse that Ellie and Riley had, and probably yeah, prized greatly. When, uh, yeah. Started. So yeah. No. Definitely. Oh, which by the way, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. It's 2003. This was something that I did not think about at all through the whole episode, but they brought it up on the podcast. I wanted to make sure that I talked to you about it because I don't know if you thought about this at all either because you were just like what two in 2003 something like that you're you, a little not, older not, than that but yeah. you, you probably don't remember 2003 so possibly i, I, <laughs> I and i i mean i was what 25 years old in 2003 so i one of the things the added aspects of this that didn't even cross my mind because we live in 2023 and so i'm thinking in 2023 terms is there's an added layer to the uncertainty of this relationship okay because it is a same-sex relationship because it's not just she might reject me and you know whereas with a, a male female in this time period you know yeah she might reject me but maybe we can still be friends like this there's a lot on the line here uh, the same-sex relationships were not so widely accepted You're right. in 2003 yeah. as they are now. Like, I remember when I was younger, they weren't widely accepted. <laughs> yeah. So 2003, it was not as common as it is now, and it was not as accepted as it is now. So you're, so you're, so you're really putting yourself out there I wonder if, you, though, if you make this move. If this apocalypse makes the world more progressive or, like, I mean, I would assume... not as progressive. I would assume less progressive because it just kind of freezes the politics. Exactly. People aren't thinking like if, about it. You're just kind of where yeah. you are. And if you see that, you haven't progressed at all. You know, you right. haven't. So if, if you're against it, you're still against it. But yeah. my, what, what? Because, you know, we've seen two relationships in yep. that case. Now we've seen Bill and Frank and now Riley yep. and Ellie that perhaps with the apocalypse, maybe people are more progressive. They're just willing to, you know, whatever. Well, who cares about societal norms anymore, Mr. Sal? That's that's probably true. That you're probably right. So I, I think that people who were not out are now going to be out. Are now more likely to be out. Yes, but I don't think it's any more accepted by other people. You know, I, I think you're right. society at large. I think so. you're right. No, yeah, I yeah. That's I, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. So I wanted to make sure that I brought that up here but I'll, certainly all credit to neil Druckmann and craig mason for hey, talking about it on their podcast i remember when i was younger i thought this was kind of a progressive game because it was one of the first depictions sure. of the game i saw of like same-sex couples like oh my god yeah that's 2013 i was playing this and it had they hinted at bill and frank heavily i mean basically mm -hmm. all but said and riley and ellie definitely you know so it's yeah yeah, so I remember, I remember thinking that, like, oh, yeah. So I was 13 at the time. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is not, it, it was, I, I, it was not common to see portrayals in entertainment of any kind of same sex relationships. The, I mean, the, the first, the first like same sex love story that I ever remember seeing in a movie was Brokeback Mountain. 
mm-hmm. and that was 2005. <laughs> so, I'm and, and it was like revolutionary. Like it, 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 you know, I saw it. I was like, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is okay. It's just it's not a. I don't think there's anything special about the movie other than the fact that they're both guys. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're both guys made it extremely it special. It, special yeah. it was not. It had. It just hadn't been done. So we're talking about two years after this apocalypse in the series that that came out, and that was a pretty controversial movie. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, I didn't think about that aspect of it, but I would yeah. actually even argue that yeah, I think the the video game Last of Us, having done zero research into this, but from yeah. my personal experience, it's probably the earliest depiction in a video game I can think of of like a same sex thing. Yeah. Yeah, just from my quick thought of it, because yeah, huh? Anyway, yeah. I mean, even to this day, in 2023, there are like boycotts of Lightyear because there's one yeah same sex <laughs> kiss in it. <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. Anyway, anyway, good good for Last of Us Trailblazing. Yeah. Anyway. Trailblazing, <laughs> Trailblazing. Uh, it looks like more to combat. We see. Uh, that their noise has awoken and, and infected, so that's like Chekhov's infected. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> we see it awake. Yeah, we'll yes. come to the fray at some point. Uh, and you know, here's the thing with I think about this type of stuff. Like, if I were like trying to make a show, is like people see this infection, and they go, oh, "Well, now I know the infected's going to come later, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you never show the infected, I think people are, would be equally upset. <laughs> If it just I went, think it's what? a great point. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yep. oh, infected just came. Well, how, how was I supposed to know that? Right, like that. That's you can't just do that out of nothing. What a what a MacGuffin. You just yeah, random infected. So yeah, you yeah. Know, that's kind of what you get for having a territory of. Infected. I do. I do think it was a little early to show it. I agree. You could have waited. You, you could've I waited. mean, like could, during the dance, I think would have been the time to show it. You could have been during the dance, maybe. During the Halloween store thing, when oh. it was making a sound, when like... she was smashing the glass. Oh no, that's that afterwards. Never mind. <laughs> but well, she didn't knock over a bin in the food court when she was leaving. But yeah, I agree though. I, a bit early because anyway, these though. things move fast. We've seen them like sprint. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I think a little later probably could have gone a long way. Anyway. A bit early, but whatever. I I sympathize with the fact that they they do have to kind of show the infected before it just comes out. Yes, so I agree. Cool would complain and i probably would complain too so i, I just want to make sure i'm always cognizant of that because i saw all this stuff, I was like oh come on why are you showing me this and then i went <laughs> you know that's unfair like kind of have to show it like yeah yeah fair enough anyway they play a while and ellie wants to go home now she doesn't want to get in trouble she wants to get her promotion so yeah well she'll be back tomorrow well riley she's trying she coaxes her to stay a bit later she's got a gift for her so mm. they go to the food court you know, exciting. In the back of a nacho shop, we see Riley's quarters where she's been sleeping and the gift, the second edition of Tons Intended. No, 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 intended. no fun intended. No volume intended. two. Ha, so excited. Uh, you know, they read some jokes, screenshot joke. Uh, I love the screenshot joke, actually. I think that's <laughs> that, was, that's, that was really funny. Yeah, they didn't get it. <laughs> it was so funny. How did computers get drunk? They do screenshots. What a screenshot. What? Yeah, <laughs> we get it. Get it. <laughs> Ellie sees that there are what appears to be pipe bombs that yeah. Riley has for the fireflies, which is not a good look. Not a good look. 
Riley guarantees huh. they've never used them around Ellie. Yeah, okay. As if, as if yeah. she has control. She just joined, and now she's she's making calls of, eh, we're gonna bomb here and here. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ellie's there. We can't bomb um, there. Listen, Marley, I'm gonna have to veto that one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to veto that. So you know, Ellie storms out, and while she's leaving, Riley spills the beans. And, 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 we didn't talk about the sheep. So she's been bottling this in, right? Doesn't yeah. want to tell Ellie because she feels Ellie will be upset about it. But now that Ellie's already upset and she's leaving, mm-hmm. oh, I guess she might as well spill the beans out because maybe it'll make her stay. Yeah. That she's going to the Atlantic QZ. This is her yeah. last night in Boston. She can't come with her. This is a this is goodbye. And Ellie, th- this is actually a really good scene here. The way Ellie, it is. No, well, you just said goodbye, Riley. Yeah, this goodbye. isn't easy. It actually is. You just did goodbye. Yeah. And then walks off. So as she's leaving, she's alone. She goes back into that maintenance room and she stops, thinks a bit, and turns right back around. She hears nah, you forgot the most important part. She let out, she cries oh, a yeah, single, the single tear. tear. Yeah, the single tear, whatever. Didn't write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I did. She, she hears, oh, I want to forget it. She hears a scream just to find it's just a spooky animatronic, whatever device in the Halloween store. Because this is the fifth wonder, Mr. Sal. The Halloween store. Now, I think, I don't know if in the game it's the Halloween store where they end up. But I don't remember that very well. But the whole dancing counterpart's all the same. But yeah. they, they, they sit down. Do they dance in those masks? No, there's no mask they dance in. Oh, okay. They don't dance in masks. That's probably um, not a, yeah. They, oh, wait, no, we already talked about this whole scene. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah we, we talked about, about it from here to the end now. We're, we're yeah, done. Yeah, so we already talked about the Halloween scene. They boogie woogie, infected comes, bit, sarinara, but together. And in the present time, Ellie is sewing back up Joel. So there you go. That's yes. the episode. That is. Before, well, anything else you want to say on the episode before we check the time? I love it. It is a very good episode. <laughs> but, oh, are, are, you, are you coming up? I don't know. I don't think Come on, come up, up to a nine at least. Nah. Come on, I did that for you. No, I will not. Uh, no, really, you think this is tied for the worst episode of the season? I really like the Ellie and Riley stuff. It's just, I feel like for episode seven, you know what I mean? Like, if they put this earlier in the season, I probably would give this a nine or a ten. Oh, but where man. it is now, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it goes well, it synergizes well with what's going on right now in the timeline. And I, I shall say, when you play this DLC. You've already beaten the whole game. You come back and play this part. It's like, yeah, yeah. So you know, you already, you, so you know how it all ends. Mm-hmm. Um, which, who knows if it makes it better or not? We'll see. <laughs> I Sad. mean, I know, but Sad, we'll, Kurt. We'll have to see. But Mr. Sal, I say we check the time. Uh, what time is it? If we must, it's TV time. Yay, TV. Actually, this TV time is not that great. No. <laughs> Ain't no time like a TV time. Well, Mr. Sal, I think the people, I think they gave it a five. Okay, and you're right. They gave it a five. Seventy-four percent, though. So this is definitely, definitely. Is this the same reason as episode three? Probably, because three percent gave it one star. So what is it? No, I can see, because I'll I'll defend people in episode three, because I know two people in my life that I don't think that they were, you know, I, they felt that it was just, they just left the story for the most part. They were annoyed that 
you know, they didn't know Last of Us at all, and that, mm-hmm. you know, where's Joel and Ellie? These main characters are only here for a bit of the episode, right? I don't care about Bill and Frank, which that's them, right? I thought it was a very beautiful episode. I think you can make the same argument for this one, even though it does involve Ellie. It's like, well, come on, Joel's in trouble. <laughs> why am I? Why am I learning about Ellie's past? Oh, really, really sad, Ellie. Now let's stitch him up and let's get to work here. <laughs> so I could see people feeling like it's filler uh you know i mean i did give it an eight out of ten i i wouldn't call it filler though it's not it's not filler but anyway yeah i i, I disagree with that sentiment but <laughs> i i you know it's it's to the it's to the point in this series i don't i don't know it's i'm to the point with this in this series where if you think this is filler i don't know what series you've been watching that is true like, <laughs> that's been the meeting people meeting new people seeing their tale seeing really what love is to them for, for yeah the, the, the threat is is what is their love it's been and, a character driven show the entire time this show has not been about shoot them up infected <laughs> like I, so i really question what series you think you're watching if well, no, you think I'm not this episode was filler well i'm not saying shoot them up infected but just you might think it's filler if you're looking at the joel and ellie storyline of what, what what happens to them right if you're watching the show invested in joel and ellie and you get this. It's the same complaint I heard for episode three of they're looking for Jill and Ellie and they got Bill and Frank for the whole episode, right? I mean, we still got Ellie for the whole episode here. No, no, that's true, but it's not Jill. It's not the storyline that we were following. Man, I, I don't know. I, I, I have such a, it's such not, a you, it's sweet like tooth kidding. for, for <laughs> backstory. Like, I want the backstory all the time. I know, I know you love the backstory, but I, I can see that as a complaint here. That I think the timing for this episode I don't like as much. Like I said, I, I think, think it's a significantly less valid complaint in episode seven than it is in episode three. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's this is the series. This is the series, guys. What are you watching? What do you think is going to happen? Oh, just you wait. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay. Potentially. I yeah. bet I fall in love with one of these three guys in this next episode. <laughs> and I bet they die. <laughs> <laughs> probably one of the other two will kill him <laughs> oh already getting into predictions but yeah wait, that's my prediction I'll, 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 I'll flush it out more we gotta do the most important one though character yeah. rankings oh yeah so is it only two people to vote for is riley not added no it was just two even though she dies so this oh. should be the easiest one ever i think you said ellie yeah, i think you said ellie and the people said ellie yeah 95 percent <laughs> of the people said it. <laughs> it'd be kind of funny if you said joel <laughs> Five percent like people did. <laughs> they probably just don't like Ellie. Some, some people are just rider dies. Yeah, mean. and he's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God. I. <laughs> wow. I was kind of tempted to say Joel Kurt, just to, just to you, try to die you, on that hill. <laughs> you are ahead of your time, by the way, because I'm more interesting than TV time. Not ahead of your time, but you are following the crowd. Because now I'm looking at IMDb. Well, lowest rated episode of the season, 7.6. Uh, listen, I can see. <laughs> I can see. I can see. Ridiculous. I can listen. It's 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 just I love the story that they tell in it, but I don't think it has to take a whole episode. When they start ta- playing that take on me song, I thought they were gonna rip through a lot of these world wonders here. <laughs> like they're gonna be like, you know, photo booth, this, that, blah, 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 you know, kind of pop through them real quick. And then I think you can tell the same story that's told in this episode a lot shorter and also get some stuff going on in the present. You know, because I, I send stuff that's going to happen in the next episode 
some of it could have happened here. Well, uh, let me tell you, I, really I, I, I think that I could be in a room with another person who says they love The Last of Us, mm-hmm. and we could have completely different opinions about every episode. You could. I mean, we, we, we have different ones for the last one and this one. <laughs> it was just, I mean, it's just hysterical to me. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe I should be questioning, what are they doing? <laughs> like alienating, alienating half their audience in every episode. Well, but uh, listen, they've still got. Uh, actually, I don't know if the viewership still is for The Last of Us. I'm sure. It's, I have no idea. Great. Our downloads are up, which is great. Thank you, folks. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm sure. I'm sure it's great. Maybe that. Maybe it's the strategy. Every other episode, you you go a different angle. Right? Yeah, you you lean into one, mm-hmm. you lean into the other, and then you know, you keep them both hooked. I, who knows? But well, in either case, that's the character ranking. TV time. Wish you had more mm-hmm. than two characters. <laughs> so do I uh all right then well then predictions so yeah so the the next on there's a, there's a group of other guys here uh-huh. wow what are yeah. going on here this is yeah. Ooh. very interesting we'll, we'll see what happens but mr sal hmm. it's only two episodes left yeah what are your predictions here so uh, last week's predictions were joel and joel will get ellie to the lab uh she'll be stuck on the way to cure that didn't happen yet uh, Joel will die right at the end, a sacrifice of some sort in the sake of Ellie. We're not Boy, I'm not feeling so good about that one anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's too close to death right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I and I don't think uh yeah, I mean and now and plus they're season two. So I don't know. I, I'm not gonna change it, but all right. I'm not Eventually. feeling so good about it anymore. <laughs> all right, all right. Eventually, Joel and Ellie will hug bigger as you, as we, you know, more mutual more mutual hug okay yeah and i still like that prediction a lot i think that's great eventually so here are the ones that work for this episode eventually ellie's riley we'll see ellie's riley and uh riley's death in a flashback so kind close of enough. true close enough mm, we didn't see death it's close enough mm, i don't know isn't everyone on there, you know, dying in some way? She was just dying faster than the rest of us. She is two to eight hours from from death. And we're all some finite time away from death. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a that's a that's a dangerous box. But all right, I'll allow it. Just I'm just just no. That's a dangerous box. I'm allowing. <laughs> it's a... Joel and Ellie will be separated, but not in the next one. I put, yeah, I, yeah. I, I put I, true question mark. She was upstairs from him, and while they were physically, no, I said, close, but not in the next one. So I said, yeah, not in yeah. this one. No, no, no. I know. So not this one. But I nah, could argue they, they were separated they here. Oh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You didn't want to give me the haircut scene last week as them being separated. They're in the <laughs> same house in this one, the whole time. Well, yeah, but so if I gave you that one, I have to. <laughs> No, because mentally, mentally, Joel's worried that oh, what if that is the last? Like, what if you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about. But that level of separation of <laughs> of of oh, no. might be God. I, I'm 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 with I'm I'm doing just fine on this one. <laughs> Next is all flashback except the last scene. That was I was so close. I was scene. so close. Was the first scene and the last <laughs> scene. I thought about saying it too. I thought about. I was like, I, it's either going to be just the last scene or it's going to be the first scene and the last scene. Uh, I didn't say it though. Yeah. And then we'll see Joel alive. That's true. Yeah. Um, 
or maybe that's just Eric escaping his long. He might have died right at the very end when he <laughs> no, I don't think so. arguably passed out from the pain. We, but we saw him alive regardless. Yeah, yeah, we know you're right. We did. So there you go. So okay. we'll we'll parlay over the 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 first three ones. The the lab one, getting to the lab. Yeah, dying right at the end, Joel, and eventually they'll hug bigger and more mutually. Yes, yes. All right. Okay. Predictions then. What's going on to the next one? So we, right. it looks like we got this, more new the, people. The, well, this first prediction that I'm going to make is a very long term prediction. Because well, it's only two more episodes. I no, but it's not going to happen in season one. But in season okay, two, I'm not going to write this down then. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll say it anyway, though. In season two, we're going to see Riley again. Okay. And we're, we will not see Riley in season one. You can write that down if you want. We will not see Riley again in season one. Um, and then I just have one prediction to make about this next episode. All right. So there are these three new guys. I'm looking at IMDb. Their names are James, Josiah, and David. Mm-hmm. Okay. David appears to be the sympathetic one, the guy who's sympathizing with, El- with Ellie. I think I'm going to fall in love with David, and he's going to be dead by the end of the episode. He'll be killed by James and Josiah, one or the other, or both. James and or Josiah. Okay. Uh, I like and just, just as a note, I think I think it's fine to say this now, although maybe I should save it until next week. This is not a prediction. I'm looking at the IMDb page, and James... Is played by someone that you know. Is it? Here, let me go look at me... So, I, well, no, no, you'll 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 know right away if you see if I say the name, you'll probably know it right away. Troy Baker. Yeah, oh, you don't know it right away. I've never heard of this band before. Tro- you definitely have. <laughs> Troy Troy Baker is Joel from the video game. <laughs> he does a lot of video games. Yeah, I know he's like no, yeah. Let me look, yeah, he, he's in Uncharted, Bioshock Infinite, mm-hmm. Arkham Knight. Is he even like a regular mainstream actor? No, I don't he think so. He has a lot of video game accreditations. Wow, yeah, you're right. He did a lot of voice acting. and Well, huh, yeah. I'm, I'm... But he's the original Joel. So they will have worked in the original Joel, the original Marlene, the original Tommy. I'm glad they to will... see that. Mm-hmm. Original Joel, original Ellie. And everything. Oh, do we ever? Original Ellie. I don't know. She... We'll see. But that, that that will be exciting, actually. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. But so okay, so the big prediction for next episode, I guess, because this is about the only one you have that's episode exclusive. <laughs> yeah, you will love David, mm-hmm. aka you know James is Troy Breaker. Never mind. So you'll love David, and he will get killed by one of his friends or yeah his group. Got yep. It. All right. So you think you're gonna love him? Okay, I love to hear that. Love to hear that. Pre-loving the character. That's good. That helps out the. Series. I mean. It, it's it's just such the mo of the series. <laughs> no, certainly, certainly. I, I don't I don't blame you in the slightest. So well now I, now I want to change it. No, you're, no, you're no. Telling no, me to go all in it. on this. Yeah, go all I, in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but that, that is really how it feels. It's like they introduce characters, yeah. and you just latch onto them. It yeah. they do a great job of it. The only person I would argue that might be the most staple character that we haven't really latched onto would be Tommy. Yeah. But I, I, I think what he does for Joel is really great, nonetheless. Yeah. So and and Tess got two episodes. Tess got two. That's true. Yeah. And so so did Sam and well. Yeah, Sam and Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, they didn't really get two. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. in either case, next episode will be season one, episode eight, when we are in need. Uh-huh. I'll see what that means. See, see, see that connection. But in the meantime, listeners, thank you for listening to The Last of Us. 
Subscribe if you enjoyed it. Five-star reviews. Always appreciate it. Sharing the podcast. That's how we grow. And if you want to listen to some other stuff, well, we have a Better Call Saul. The last season we covered that. Ozark we've covered in entirety. And Only Murders in the Building. Check that out. It's got some great comedians if you're a fan of that. But thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Anything else you want to say, Mr. Sal? When we disagree, we will run very long. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.